0: Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham for an angry episode. I've been angry before this season, but this one is something else after that Chelsea game, which is the worst game I've ever seen us play. Not even a shot on target, really. Didn't even look a threat. There's no desire, no hunger, no effort. It was just an absolute shambles. A couple of absolutely ridiculous player decisions. Uh, And then to top it off, the worst part about it is that the racism allegation that's been brought to light which a lot of people on twitter are saying that you know where's the evidence but i don't think that's something that a player would make up and uh, it's just put a whole even more shambles and embarrassment to the club and it's just angered me even more than the result but we'll talk about that later and what i think needs to happen to try and stamp this out uh, but for the meantime, begrudgingly, after this game, let's talk Tottenham. Right, so here we go. First things first. Let's talk about the game. If you can call it a game, it was just... I mean, I thought the Man United game and the Brighton game away from home were bad, but they were away from home. But at home, didn't look a threat at all. looked clueless, desireless absolutely shambolic. Like oh if if as players you can't be motivated and get yourself up for a game where if you win you get into the top four when a month ago you were so far away from it and against one of your biggest rivals who also cost you the league beat you in the league two seasons ago or three seasons ago and when Leicester won the league the season before they were the ones who stopped your ...run, and most of the players are the same... Like ...if you can't big yourself up for a game like that... ...then what the fuck are you doing? Why are you even there? There was no effort at all. Sanchez is the only person... ...who looked like he gave a shit. He was closing down... ...he, he, he was getting into challenges... ...he was a bit dominant. The others... ...just unbelievable. They should be saying to their families... Uh, I won't be around Christmas Day because I'm training for the entire day because I'm a waste of fucking space. Because that's what they were in that game. An absolute waste of space. And they should be forced to train like, you know, Eriksson I thought did well when he came on for a player who apparently doesn't want to be there. But the issue, I thought, was there was no movement in front of him. Nothing. So he was getting the ball, looking up, and then he had no movement so he was forced in order to keep the ball to go backwards. People moaning about Dyer going backwards and side to side constantly, but like you know, his game isn't about finding a fifty-yard pass. He did it once against Chelsea, where Ali scored at Stamford Bridge, but that, that's not his game. His game is similar to Palacios when we had him, which was give it to Modric. So Dyer needs an Ericsson there or an Undombele. He played well when he came on. The only player who, who was taking people on and, and the, he skinned a lot of people I mean it was difficult because we were down to 10 men at that time so there wasn't going to be that many runners but there was no movement at all nothing it was just again no desire to even make a run or make something happen absolute shambles but those two I thought did well when they came on Sanchez as I say I thought he showed a bit of desire and and wanting to get stuck in but the rest of them absolute waste of space they need to give a performance to the fans now against uh, Brighton as a way of an apology. But this is two games now, two games against big big rivals in that top four hunt where we've just not shown up and just not even done anything. So all these people saying that Pochettino lost the players, it's not his fault, is it? The players just don't give a shit. So there needs to be a massive clear out like Pochettino said. But then where does that money come from? Because it isn't going to come from Levy. So we've got real problems there, I think. Real problems. Uh, And then you've got individual errors. Like, Gazaniga trying to do some fucking kind of kung fu instead of catching the ball, which is what he's paid to do, and that's why he wears gloves. I don't even know what he was doing. I thought Loris was bad with his mistakes, but this one was just... Oh. Just... And then VAR taking five years to actually make a decision. I don't even know what the referee saw to make him think that it was a free kick... To Gazaniga, I have no idea. But VAR got the right decision in the end. But absolute madness, we need a new goalkeeper, because our guild goalkeepers aren't good enough. They're not good enough. Lois makes about eight mistakes a season, and Gazaniga's made two in, in the two big games in the last month. So we need a new goalkeeper. Orvier, he's been playing quite well under Mourinho, but got found out a bit of Man United with Vashford. Uh, and he just gave too much respect and too much space to William. Every time William got the ball, he was able to turn around and run at someone. Like, a player like that, who you know his game is about dribbling and committing players, stick to him. Don't let him turn. Stick to him. But the goal, good finish by him. But like there was no way that that should ever have got to that stage. Ignore the fact that Orvia made a mess up of that head back to Gazaniga and gave away the corner but but you know he wasn't alert when the corner was taken got taken short more would try to close it down and it gets back to william and then oh, all is about 20 yards away from him so by the time he gets anywhere near him william's built up a head of steam and is easy to jink inside absolutely terrible and it just epitomized the lack of desire and lack of effort uh, uh you know I and mean, then I won't even go on to the guy couldn't pass a ball. I mean, that was the same at Man United. Couldn't even pass five metres. Ali was just... I mean, it wasn't even his little brother. It's some guy who just happens to have the same surname. Absolute useless. Couldn't control the ball. Couldn't do anything. The whole penalty came from him trying to control the ball. I mean, he's like me. My second touch is always a tackle. His was just the same on that one. Needs to control the ball, let it bounce off him, and it goes straight to... Whoever it was, who pings the ball forward to Alonso, then the penalty. Uh, but like even the offside, and, and talking to Gazaniga, even the offside goal, which was offside, but he palms that shot straight back into the centre. Like he'd been doing well recently in that Wolves game where, you know, when he was palming shots that he saw late or anything, out for corner, out for throw, or just plain wide. And this one straight into the middle. You had an absolute mare of a game, Cazaniga. And, you know, it was just lucky that that was offside. Because we couldn't have argued if Chelsea had a 1-3-0. Because, you know, we got absolutely nothing from that game. And I'd argue that's more than we deserved. Absolute shame. And then going to that game, paying money, spending the day going there. I think if I'd have left my flat, got a punch in the face, I think that would have been better. And that would have been a better day for me if I'd have got punched in the face and taken an A&E rather than watching that crap. Um, but yeah they don't deserve a Christmas day off other than Sanchez Eriksson doesn't want to be there so is there any point in him really playing now although he's the only one he did look like he wanted to play and was trying uh, Rose staying at the end for 15 minutes in the middle of the pitch is that him saying goodbye or was he just upset oh, I think possibly the uh, first one unfortunately but you know Against these top teams, we really have to, like, step up and actually look like we want to play. Whatever happened to the old Tottenham four years ago that used to close people down, you know, get in their faces. The whole team would close down, all the way from Kane up until the... down to the defenders. You know, we could pass a ball for five fucking metres. Whatever happened to that team? Because that team has gone now. It's a completely different team. It doesn't... it's not... I'm surprised it's even the same players. People having to go at Kane doesn't turn up in big games, you know he's not messy he can't you know he's not son who can dribble from his own box. He needs chances. I know he had one good chance and he should have done better there so i' I'll, I'll criticize him for that he should have done better, but other than that you know he was he was just feeding off peanuts, you know because no one could make you know it I could argue that he wasn't making a run, but then I I would argue with the fact without Eriksson or a natural playmaker in there, no one makes the runs because they're not confident that they're going to be found for 50 metres when you've got people like Eric Dio who are the ones who are having to play that ball who can't play that ball. Unless, like the alley goal the other year, it's into acres of space which you don't even have to pass at the bloke, you just put it into an area. And then you've got Sissoko in there as well who just can't pass either. So it needs that this this Brighton game needs either Undon or Eriksson. But the problem with Undon is he seems to only be able to last an hour, if that. So what do you do? Like, but it's a pity Winks wasn't playing yesterday because you know, for all his faults and and for what people want to say, he he does put a shift in. He does run about. He does put some effort in and close people down and put himself about. And that's what we were missing. You know, sometimes just one player becomes infectious, you know, and it at least got the crowd up. The crowd were trying, singing along, and the players just didn't do anything. So they owe the fans an apology. You know, all these players, you know, when we win, go on Twitter and go, oh, great result, thanks for the fans, get all their plaudits. When they lose, you don't see them, they go into hibernation. You know, take some ownership, like, you know, People saying, like Lampard outclassed Mourinho. Like, he may well have done. He may well have done with his three at the back, we, which we weren't prepared for. But, like you know, there's no outclassing tactically a team where the players just don't want to know. Yeah. Lampard could have played with four players, five players, you know, but he'd have probably still won if our players just didn't want to know. I know that's a bit extreme and a bit stupid, but my point being that, you know, our players just didn't want to know the game was lost. Pretty much after five minutes, because it set the standard for them not even turning up. Chelsea were closing down everybody, you know. Mason Mount closing down Vertonghen, hassling, battling away. We just didn't have any battle, any fight, any desire, anything. And it's just literally is the you know the worst game I've ever seen. And I I was supporting Tottenham during the Sherwood days. That's you know, and they were fairly dark days. This was horrendous. But if the players can't big themselves up, Mourinho there, he'll be labelled, oh, we can't motivate the players for the big games. He should have been there just for the tactics, you know. You don't need motivating against Chelsea. They cost you a league. They beat you in the league. They're one of your rivals. Top four was at stake. That's all the motivation you need, surely, surely to goodness. And then we move on to the other moron of this piece. Son, absolutely stupid, absolutely stupid. There's an argument that he hardly kicked him and shouldn't have got sent off and you can see Rudiger go down and then looks up, just to check. You know, it's, it's cheating, is cheating. And it's, you know, but would Ali have done the same thing? Of course he would. What Son has done is given him the opportunity to do that by being just stupid, you know. And, and he's given VAR and the referee a decision to make as well. Where he got fouled, he got knocked down, just get on with it. You're 1-0 down, you're, you're still in the game. Regardless of how crap we were playing, we're still in the game 1-0. You know, how many times in football have you seen a team, awful, score a goal, equalise, and it completely changes their, their attitude and, and changes the game? So yeah, and now he's banned for three games. But like, I think he's got a petulance problem and an attitude problem because if you look at it, in terms of just football... In May or April he got sent off against Bournemouth, you know, then you exclude the summer, and then he, the other month he got sent off against Everton and now this. So in about four or five months of just football, he's been sent off three times, all for bloody petulance and kicking out and, and lashing out. Bournemouth, he got frustrated again. And Lerma wound him up and he pushed him. Stupid. You know, the Everton game, he didn't mean to break the guy's ankle, but he didn't he got fouled, didn't get it spin it after him and then kicked out at him and then the guy lost his balance and then that's when a tragedy happened and then this like he's kicked out so when he's frustrated he seems to be easy to wind up or he just can't seem to handle his anger and then he kicks out or lashes out like you've got to be more sensible than that yeah you know, you're nominated for the ballon d'or like you've got to be more sensible than that and and you know you are there to play football you're not there to st- you know Start hitting people. You've got Ali as well who tried to have a fight with whoever it was. I think Rudiger again. Like, Just calm down. Play the game. Don't get involved in all of this nonsense. We saw what happened when they beat, drew 2 all with us at Stamford Bridge to cost us a league against Leicester where we completely lost our heads. We just haven't learned anything from it. But Son, I think he's got a real petulance problem and an attitude problem. We always labelled that with Ali. Because people will say, oh, it's not in Son's character. But I'd argue, like, in the space of four or five months of football, three times this has happened now. But, you know. And he's and it, a big, big miss. You saw what happened, at, you know, against Burnley. I know it was Burnley and that game was over after, like, nine minutes. But he ran that game. He was, he was superb in that game. And now we're missing him for three games. Absolutely stupid. More of a, like... I love Moura for what he did in the Ajax game, but he seems to only have one good game every, like, few months. So I, I don't... He's, I think he's more of an impact sub, really, if I'm being honest. But he did nothing yesterday. He wasn't making any runs. It was just oh, it was absolute shambles. I could go on for hours and hours about how bad it was, but, like, I think you get the gist of it, and if you were there, you certainly got the gist of it. Like, there was no reason to stand up and get excited at all in that game, which is an absolute shambles, especially at home. But yeah, son, like, you can argue that Rudiger made a meal of it, which he did, but he got given the opportunity to by an absolute stupid decision. And you know, you moan at Mourinho getting it wrong, blah blah blah. blah, blah you know, same as Pochettino in the Champions League final. You know, Pochettino didn't decide. You know. Wasn't responsible for Sissoko waving his arm about. It was a harsh penalty decision, but again, he's given the op- the opportunity to make that decision. You know, and Mourinho yesterday didn't you know tell Gazaniga to start you know turning into Jackie Chan in his area, and Son to you know start doing the same in the middle of the pitch. So it's just absolutely stupid, stupid decisions, which has got to stop. It's half my moaning out of the way i've still got a lot more i guarantee you uh for the moment i'm moaned out for a little bit so i'll have a break call it half time if you will uh hopefully it'll be better than yesterday which <laughs> half time they were out first like five minutes before and it made absolutely no fucking difference uh which is probably similar to this because i'll be moaning after this as well so back in a bit And we're back. So, a terrible game, like I've said, and especially coming after the Wolves game where we, you know, we got lucky but we battled, showed a bit of grit, determination and desire and then follow it up with this crap. Uh, but the game will not be remembered for uh, the sending off the two goals, the fact that we didn't show any desire. It's going to be remembered for just absolute embarrassing and disgusting Racism. Now, I see people on Twitter saying, oh, Rudiger said this, said that, this happened, that happened. Where's the evidence? Because no one around them saw or heard anything. But, you know, the Chelsea game, where the guy had a go at Sterling and then the uh, Man United and City game, no one came out on Twitter or in the paper or anything saying, oh, it was this guy, it was that guy. You know? It was just the, 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 the... uh, TV cameras that picked it up. But, like, I'd be extremely... I'd be amazed if Rudiger just was getting... A, he was getting abused because of the Sun sending off and he thought he made a meal of it. But, you know, it's it's what happens with football fans. They'll, they'll you know, wear their tinted glasses of their own club and then, you know, there'll be some fans who, who like, oh, Sun did nothing wrong. I love Sun. He did nothing wrong. Well, the fact is, he fucking did do something wrong and he was stupid. But those people, like, he did nothing wrong. It's all Rudiger's fault. I hate him. And, and you know, and that's fine to boo him, you know. I mean, I would imagine any footballer, black or white, who will, you know, they score a goal against another team away from home or whatever, expects like, oh, you're a twat, blah, blah, fuck off, and blah, blah, like that, which still isn't acceptable. And there's kids who watch this game. But I can imagine that players will like, well, I accept that. I accept that, kind of stick but to turn it into racism or anything personal is just these people are neanderthals surely just ignorant assholes what are you doing i mean they're not fans for kickoff are they they're not fans they're just people there who they may be fans who think they're being cool and i'll put cool in inverted commas to their friends look what i'm gonna do and it's just like you know if I went to a football game with a friend and he did that like he wouldn't be my friend like ever again if he's doing that but you know for, for Rudiger to like you know I'm getting a bit of stick I'll, I'll play the race card I would be extremely surprised and I'd be amazed if that was the case so him saying that someone was making monkey gestures at him I, I for one believe him that he saw that or heard something and you know the stewards, it it would be difficult, I think, for the stewards to see it because there were two bottles, at least two bottles thrown. One that almost hit Kepper, which is again disgraceful. Like, what are you chucking bottles for? So I would imagine, because I have no idea when this incident was apparently supposed to have happened in this kind of period, but I I would think the stewards were probably preoccupied with the bottles being thrown, and if someone's made gorilla or monkey gestures at Rudiger and not shouted anything racist. Then it's very difficult, I think, for anyone to have seen that potentially when everything was going on and bottles being chucked and everything and then the stewards are trying to stop the people throwing bottles. So I, I would think it happened like that, that it was just the monkey gestures, no noises, no, no, no words, uh, bottles being thrown people preoccupied by that and then this guy thinks he's or people or person could be a woman as well uh, have thought they're being clever i'll do it subtly so you know no one around me can see and then you know but make sure Vuduga can see so hopefully hopefully the cameras have picked it up gary neville on sky sports hit the nail absolutely on the head like it's bigger than football you know the general election, the two parties, you know, making you know our races, banter out of racism and all that. So you get these idiots who they think, well, if they're doing it and they're the top brass of the country, then I can do it and it's not a problem. And then it filters down into football and everything like that, you know. And then you, and then you see, like, you know, we, we get a lot of Asian uh, fans at the game because Sun in career uh, is, you know, he's like the Beatles where worldwide he's 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 a superstar over there so you get asian fans coming over to support him and the, the abuse that they get is casual racism but it's racism yeah there was a picture i saw of of one guy in a white shirt with seven sun on the back saying "Oh, son thinks he can walk back onto the pitch and it was just a, a asian fan you know and that's exactly the same it's, it's the same bloody thing that was from a i'm not sure that was from a tottenham fan but it doesn't matter but again, like you know, they're not made to feel that welcome. It's a disgrace. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. they're supporting your team. They're supporting football, the game that you love, or supposedly love. So, what does it matter if they're, if they're not from England? They're different color. Anything. Absolute disgraceful people. But it keeps happening. Keeps happening. Gary Neville hit the nail on the head. Like I say, you know, these politicians do it. We're doing it in in their their um, campaigns and making light of it. So then it's always going to filter down. And it needs to come from the top, you know. It always filters down. So it needs to have a positive message from these people. Now Boris Johnson is in charge. has to have a positive message from him so then that filters down that the message is it's unacceptable. But it won't because he's a... I, I can't stand him. All he cares about is himself, same as politicians. So he won't do anything. You know, the PFA, you know, Soon as was saying that this has been going on since the seventies and the PFA don't do anything. Uh, you know Ashley Cole saying he was getting abused fifteen years ago. You know, although I would say he stood by John Terry when uh, you know he clearly said something to Anton Ferdinand, but you know, it's neither here nor there. That doesn't make it right that Ashley Cole got abused whenever he was playing. Just no one should be getting abused but then the sky sports presenter i quite liked him and then you know gary neville said that the the premier league hide behind the fa which they do because they don't do anything they have their little campaign you know like you know kick racism out like i mean what the fuck is that i could go there with a a banner saying no to racism and it wouldn't make a blind bit of difference the same as their campaigns do they don't do anything they hide behind the, the governing bodies and Cole and, and Neville saying that, you know, that kick it out campaign, they, they put their shirt on, you know, the no to racism shirt for five minutes of training, get the photo opportunities and then they're told to take it off again. Like, it's just, it. I mean, that just sounds like a joke and then it's going to be treated like one. But then the presenter saying, oh, these are the views of Gary Neville, not Sky Sports. It's like, you know, fuck, gee, it's racism. It, this isn't, you know oh, do you think, you know, so-and-so should have passed there and then you might get in trouble for saying, yeah, he's useless, like that. This is racism, which, unless you're a complete ignorant moron like this person, everyone knows it's completely wrong. Absolutely ridiculous. Again, it's like hiding behind Sky Sports and, you know, everything's image, everything's image. Oh, no, no, we can't be seen to say that because it might affect our image, like who cares it's racism it, it, who cares you, you want to be stamping this thing out everyone says they want to stamp it out and then they go and say things Oh, this isn't views of sky get a life you know he apologized on twitter for sort of like because it caused offence and blah blah which was i thought quite good of him he didn't need to do that but really he, he should have kept quiet but like One of my friends did say he felt sorry for him because he was in a bit unfair situation. So he's got Gary Neville saying absolutely right thing, which I've no doubt that that guy would have agreed with Gary Neville. And then he's got his earphones in with a Sky producer or whatever saying, oh, no, no, you need to say that that's not our views. And it's just like, you know, so it's not entirely his fault, but like people at Sky like get a life. This is, you know, absolutely disgrace, disgraceful, you know. As bad as Rudiger did for the sending off and and stuff like that, like like I say, you, you expect some abuse, I would imagine, but not any any. You make it personal, then you're just a complete piece of scum, really, absolute scum. Like, and the other thing is, like Tottenham have have a lot of black players as well, so you're having to go at one player, like you know insulting him because he's black but you you're supporting other players that are black so it's just absolutely stupid which says to me he's not a fan uh but then what what do you do to stop this you know that the Ashley Cole was was partly was right on Sky Sports saying I don't know how it stops I don't know how what you do to stop it because it seems to happen every week and he, he's he's right there but if it was if it was me racism then become you know legally become if it isn't already becomes a, a, a criminal matter a police matter the police then must legally by law be able to go and find out if someone's committed a crime who they work for and how much they own earn a year so let's say that that person earns 30,000 a year and then as standard punishment for any racism like that which is is beyond doubt cuz you know, that Chelsea guy, I know he got fired, so maybe that's even better than my suggestion here. Um, I know he got fired, and I don't know what happened to the guy in the Manchester derby, but, you know, my suggestion would be, you know, he, he earns whatever he earns a year, let's say 30000 fine him half. You know, there was the, the fan who chucked a banana at Aubameyang in a Tottenham Arsenal, I think it was a League Cup game last season, I think, and he got fined £500. I mean, it was £500, you know. It's, it's not a deterrent is it finding someone like that but you you know if you find someone half their wages that's a deterrent and it it needs to be something that changes these people's lives for the worse you know and they'll go oh my family won't be able to afford this or that it's like well they shouldn't have you know that's your problem for being such an ignorant twat you know they've they, you know I mean, the FA haven't done themselves any favours of the Premier League. You know, when they banned uh, <laughs> Louis Suarez for a lot, lot less time for racially abusing Ever, than they did for Rio Ferdinand for getting out of a piss. Like absolutely shambolic. So, not going to the toilet on time is a far worse crime than racially abusing someone. So, I mean, that sets a standard as well. Absolutely pathetic there, and the FA, uh, or Premier League, whoever it was, hiding behind a higher governing body. Like get some fucking balls, get some balls and guts, and actually do something drastic and stick to it. That is going to cause a deterrent for these people, cause, you know. I, I was chatting to a friend. He said maybe a stadium ban. But the issue I've got with that is this guy isn't a fan, and these people aren't fans. They don't really care. If you get a stadium ban, they're not that bothered. You know, if, if the team don't play behind closed doors, they're not that bothered you know, and, and can the club really control 60,000 people, you know, they'll have to have stewards on every seat and everything like that, you know, what what he did suggest was, was, I thought, possibly better than my one, which is a month's jail time, and then that has to be declared on your CV, or you get a criminal record, so, you know, you then get fired as well, uh, and then, you know, a lot of companies would think twice about hiring someone who's been Uh, uh, got a criminal record for racism now like Sooner said it's not necessarily these people are racist they just say this comment in the heat of the moment but does that make it better? No it's still a racist comment you know if you punch someone knock them to the ground they fall and crack their head and they die you know you're not necessarily a violent person but you have killed someone I know it's a complete drastic and, and like that but you've still killed someone in the same way that the, these people are still committing racism. So, you know, and if you punched that person and killed them, you'd be put in prison for manslaughter. Whether it's right or wrong, but you shouldn't be going punching around, punching people in the face. like. So, I, I think something drastic has got to happen. Something drastic has to happen because finding people 500 quid, giving them stadium bans were not really fans, just isn't working. And, they, you know, it's not even a deterrent it's like oh if you murder someone we'll just give you a slap on the wrist and then you get on with your life you know it's not even it's not a deterrent but my friend's suggestion of prison time won't happen because the prisons are too overcrowded but you know something's got to happen there to change these people's lives for the worse but not by oh you know we can't afford to go on holiday this year because we've been fined 500 a grand 500 quid or a grand it has to be something you know oh, I've lost half my wages this this year because of this. Or I've lost my job and then my life has changed. It's got to be something like that because this is completely unacceptable. It's completely disgusting. And, you know, Bulgaria getting fined hardly anything. You know. I mean, again, like, like Tottenham, you can't, you know, monitor every single fan. But, you know, and, you know, you fine Tottenham £5 million or something ridiculous, you're still going to get people coming in and doing this, you know, because anyone can get a ticket. So you've got to be fining the individual people, you know. Because if, if, if you're committing racism and then the club get fined, you're not getting punished. You're not getting punished. The only way to act, give a real deterrent is to punish the person directly doing it. And then that sets an example that if you do it in your court, you will get a really big punishment. And will affect your life. But if you say. Oh the club will get punished. You won't. People are going to carry on doing it. And think it's okay. And then think it's cool. You know. Showing off to their friends. And oh look at me. Aren't I a big man. No you're a loser. But anyway. That, that's what I think. But I mean. The way I've gone on here for 15 minutes. You can tell that like. As bad as that result was. And the game was. This has angered me even more. Because it's completely unnecessary. It brings a club into embarrassment. And you know. When it's. of the fans who go to football games the law-abiding, just want to watch a game, want their team to win, get annoyed if they don't, but, like, you know, oh, damn it, and that was crap, and then go home. Whereas 1% are just there to cause trouble, cause fights, and it's just absolutely disgusting. It's got to stop. And it has to start with the FA, has to start with the government side, to then filter down to FIFA, UEFA, Premier League, everything and then has to stop and give proper punishments to these losers to give a deterrent to anyone who's thinking of doing it that it's not gonna be tolerated and you will get a massive punishment and it will affect your life in a negative way. That's the only way I can see it working. And that's about it. Uh, I'm done for today. Uh, After moaning about the game which I could have gone on for, for hours And they're moaning about the racism and the pathetic people who who make racist comments or or gestures. I could go on for an hour about that and how disgusting they are, disgraceful they are, and how they should be punished. But, I mean, that would just be me, you know, recycling all the stuff I've talked about. And, I mean, every week there seems to be a racist comment or or, or some issue of racism. And it's just pathetic. It's become ingrained a little bit in our society, like Gary Neville said, because, you know, higher up and it's got to change you know we're not neanderthals we're not living in the 1800s it's pathetic uh, but anyway on to the brighton game we need a win there a bit of creativity a bit of desire you know get ndombele or ericsson or both in there and and get people to run put sesin on instead of a uh, son see what he can do give him a chance he looked good against their uh, Bayern, and then take it to them start off quick and then keep going like that, you know, take it to teams, don't sit back, don't show no desire, show some desire, some energy and some wanting to actually win football game. Top four isn't completely out of it, There's only six points off and then a lot can happen in half a season, but it was a real, real big chance, but they do what they always do Tottenham, or certainly in my lifetime, they take really good situations, just, just shoot them down. Anyway, on to Brighton. So hopefully we can win that. Put this behind us and then go on a good run again. Come on, you spares.